Hi and welcome to the Thrive with Marketing podcast with me, Tony Navarro. This marketing and business podcast is for those who are inspired by the exciting journeys of entrepreneurs, marketers and professionals, and for those who want to learn and grow. It is a place where everyone's voice is heard and is importantly a place to have fun. We hope that you enjoy as much as we do. Hi, well, uh, hi everyone. Well, uh, good afternoon, good morning, good night, wherever you're connecting from. Uh, today, we, well, I have the pleasure to, uh, to uh, interview uh, a great, you know, uh, marketer and, uh, and a, an absolute legend, you know, uh, of a man that I've been knowing for, for a few years and, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm so happy for it. So, you know, let's let's dive into it and uh, introduce uh, my new guest for today, uh, Bilal. Hi, Bilal. How are you? Hi. Hi, Tony. How are you? Yeah, very well. Thanks. Very well. How, how are you feeling today? Very well, thank you. Very well. Ready, ready to ready to go. <laughs> of course, we're ready. We're ready as yeah. always. So I guess we're connecting from from the office. Uh, been busy, busy week. How's things going? Over yeah, there? we're busy. We're busy. Um, um, you know everything. We're busier than we were this time last year, like everybody else. So just uh, planning, moving forward day by day. Sounds great. Sounds great. That's that's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> now let's. Uh, well, up today we're going to talk about to, for people that you know um, watching, listening. Uh, today we're going to talk about social media. Obviously, talking talking to Bilal. Bilal, uh, introducing Bilal. Bilal, uh, social media, uh, running a social media agency uh, called uh, Social uh, Lipstick, uh, and uh, they're based in Manchester. Uh, they've been growing very fast recently. As I as I'm aware, I mean, I've not had the, the chance to talk too much to Bilal recently, but I know. Uh, they've been growing and they've been, you know, working hard and doing really well in different, you know, different social media channels uh, that, that they they really they really do a good job. And uh, also, Bilal, uh, as, uh, as as well as an uh, entrepreneur running uh, some business, uh, he also uh, 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 hosts a podcast. Well, two podcasts. Uh, is am I right? Well, right? I used to have two. I've just got the one now, which is um, <laughs> okay. I used to have one on mental health, and then I used to have one on. Um, I have got the current one, which is more on uh, social media. But yeah, just the one at the moment. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, um, it's difficult to keep two, so I guess you gotta you gotta decide. Difficult to keep one. To, to keep one. That, that's <laughs> exactly to keep it going. So yeah, and very uh, very very great, uh, very great to have you. And we're also gonna talk Thank about. You of a mental health because mental health is something that obviously has been it's been becoming more you know uh, people have been talking more about recently which is a good thing being a bit more open about or when it, when you run your own business or when you, even when you uh, when you're on social media but mental health plays a good a big game and and we need to be all, all aware of, of things that people don't don't really share much much about it and uh and all of that. So let's dive into it. Uh, my first very question is all about uh, tell people how did you start there? How did you become a, 
an entrepreneur and why why was it why did you do it? <laughs> i um my background is i i finished university in 2008 and i graduated in advertising and marketing because digital marketing did not exist then digital marketing was websites and that was it and um round about so I worked for about 2 years and then friends started approaching me asking me can you set up a facebook pay a profile in them days pages didn't exist it was literally a profile for a business and people would add the profile as a friend and then it became oh can you help set us up on instagram can you help us with content now there's something called snapchat and i i evolved as a freelancer for about 7 years Eight years I did it, and um, I had in between that I worked as a contractor for the businesses in social and digital. But realistically, my road to setting up an agency was I just felt the people I'd worked for or I'd seen in the market were doing the bare minimum rather than the maximum, and I, I felt there was an opportunity for people to come in and what we would call over-servicing. clients and delivering more than what they asked for and doing good jobs and that's why I set up lipstick really because uh, because I know you and you like good big challenges you know you know uh, you know you you uh, you for what I know Bilal uh, Bilal likes you know taking challenges and and uh, yeah, so, so good, sometimes <laughs> my my staff look at me as well thinking why have you committed to this or why and the the, the, the my my actual Goal and Tony will know this because me and me and Tony used to share an office together. Is is literally uh, is to create the biggest and the best. When I'm saying biggest, I don't mean that by having six, seven hundred staff. I mean the most well-known social media agency in the world, and that's what our ambition is, and that's what we strive to do daily, and um, and that's what drives me. You know, um, and, and, and that's why I do it. Every every entrepreneur. that might be uh, listening or watching that be like feeling similar way i mean no you you need to be ambitious to be running something because you you need to feel it and and breathe it in and out 24 hours you, yeah you need to be a bit you need now i mean this in the nicest possible way but you need to be a bit crazy to even try to attempt some of this stuff <laughs> because a normal person would not do this it takes its toll on you as well It has a. It takes its toll on you, and I'm sure we'll touch on this as we go along. But it can be difficult. Uh, it's it's not as glorified as they make it out on YouTube, where you work ten till four, and then you know you go on on a you go and spend time with your family, and that is it. It is literally. And Tony's me and Tony have been in this game a long time now. It's it's not easy. It's genuinely not easy. It's not easy. When you see people like on social with their laptop by the beat oh i'm doing work by the beat this and that uh believe uh, no even half of it <laughs> I, i saw uh, tony i saw um uh an interview and i'm not a fan of elon musk at all but i saw an interview of his and one thing he said is stuck with me was he goes you literally if you cannot tolerate working 17 18 hours a day getting ill stress blood pressure you know <laughs> lack of sleep don't do it and i agree with him 100% it is literally what he said it is it's it's it, when when he means 18 hours what he actually means is you might leave work at 5 6 but you're still mentally going 
until you sleep and sometimes you're even dreaming of good situations bad situations clients and it's it's constant even if you go on holiday like you go spain very often it's constant oh. and if you're not prepared for that or you're not ready for that or you think oh i can do i can switch there's this concept that exists now well if you're not up to it then you don't have to take a meeting if you don't take a meeting with your client when he needs to he will leave you and hmm. that's the facts of it you know you and you know that and as well where clients want to see you have to over service them you have to work with them regularly okay. but um from a point of view of entrepreneurship it's very very difficult very very difficult hence why the failure rate is so high 100% agree and uh, you you might fail in one project and then you keep going to keep going and one day you know you might succeed so so that's mm -hmm. why we I mean that's what the passion no and the commitment is it's absolutely absolutely key uh then obviously we already my next question will be more about uh, the challenges most entrepreneurs face uh, more in this case more about the the challenges for entrepreneurs entrepreneurs that are running uh business more than social media because then we then we will talk about a bit more the challenges in social media space i think, but I think the the challenges are always um when you're a one man band your challenges will be how do we grow how do we get clients how do we get customers when you start getting customers then your challenges are how do i find the right team members staff when you <laughs> find the right staff then your challenges are how do i keep them motivated then when you keep them motivated your challenges are how do i keep the clients doing the amazing work and it's constant it's constant but i think um you will face daily challenges you will face monthly challenges you will face quarterly challenges i think um you know anything from my own personal experience from raising finance looking at financing teams you know when when me and tony used to be together in an office it was just me and now we're a team of 8 to 10 of us you know and that 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 presents a different challenge to me now on how i manage them how i look after them in in a pandemic where people are getting pinged people are getting covid then it's about how do we grow how do we gain clients and these are the constant challenges i face on a daily basis <laughs> sounds like obviously like <laughs> very busy very busy very busy but, but uh i mean it's a good good uh, like i say i mean it's good to hear that but because you're growing you have more challenges so that means you're overcoming them and then more more challenges are coming so so it's, uh, I met I met a a uh what name is name a very uh senior person within the marketing world and he said to me the bigger the client the bigger the problems huh. 100% uh, and, course, and that's very true you know the bigger the business the bigger the problems uh, when yeah. you're one man you want more clients you want a team when you get a team that presents its own challenges and dynamics and that's I don't think no course or anyone can prepare you for that is something you have to just be ready for and be able to learn and adapt as you go along absolutely absolutely no but it's, it's something that you need to experience yourself so uh changing well changing the subject but in this case i like to talk about mental health and why is important uh mental health when running a business or obviously you know um uh, no in the past year you've been open about sharing your own struggles 
with people, which is which is great. I mean, it's what most people should do, but more more for others to feel like like you know they're not they're not they're not alone when they when they're struggling. I think in, in general, uh, feel like obviously, like you said before, not being able to switch off. What do you think are the the main 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 struggles? You know, when when it comes to like mental health. I think the struggles for an entrepreneur is, is naturally you develop anxiety because you're always thinking of uh, in a business, you know, cash flow, people not paying, staff, are they performing? And that naturally leads to anxiety, you know, um, or some form of stress at least, you know. But um, them are the two I've faced, but I was prepared for that. I knew that comes with the territory. Um, I knew you, you're going to come across these uh, obstacles, I'd call them. But um, from a point of view of dealing with it, I think the best way of dealing with it is um, basically surrounding yourself. And I know a lot of people say this, but with people that you could probably lean on for advice, and I do this. Um, trying to have some form of fitness. I know you do a lot of this. I don't, as you can see, but I should. Um, <laughs> and trying to just basically stress and some form of anxiety comes hand in hand with running a business, whether you're Jeff Bezos or me and you, right? That is just part and parcel of it. I think um, the next part of it is to to minimize it as much as possible, you know, um, one thing I've, I've believed in quite heavily is reinvesting into the business quite a lot. So whether that's systems, people and processes, and then the other element is just try to um, keep, when it gets too much, you just switch off. What do I mean by switch off? If you need to stop at four o'clock, just stop. Um, and I've had this, we had a really stressful client last two weeks where um, it was, it was very stressful. And on Thursday last week, I just went home for two days. And that's my way of dealing with it. I don't go gym. I don't go to um, any form of fitness. I, I've started to play five-a-side again now, which helps me a bit with a bit of fitness. But otherwise than that, um, a lot of reading, switching off when you can. And that's my way of dealing with it. I, uh, I mean, it's this thing like when you mention, obviously, fitness, fitness helps, helps him quite a lot which is obviously like, you know, uh, exercising for me, like every morning or almost every morning. It's like, gets me in the mood. I'm ready to to go and, and start the day. But like you say, uh, knowing when to stop is the thing that I think is for everyone works, whether it is, you know, uh, switching off and, and no uh, saying to everyone else on your team or everyone, this afternoon I'm going to be, uh, it's going to take, I'm going to take time for myself or tomorrow I'm going to take time for myself but obviously take time for yourself to do something that makes you feel better which like you say, reading or could be not take time for yourself to be, to be more worried about what you're doing or be more overthinking about what you're doing things like that I think, I think what's not helped has uh, that the um, YouTube has not helped because a certain perception has been painted with about entrepreneurship, you know, where, so somebody starting a business will look at these people on, on YouTube and think I can work 10 to 4, I'll earn a million dollars a year. And then when they start doing it, because their perception is 10 to 4, they're suddenly working seven days a week and they can't cope. 
That's the first problem. The second problem is 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 if I can work in eighteen hours a day, it doesn't mean you can't. If you can work twenty hours, it doesn't mean I can't. You do what you can, right? You benchmark yourself and compare yourself to yourself. Don't compare yourself to Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or Grant Cardone or Gary Vaynerchuk, who any of these guys, because each one's individual, their mindsets individual, their circumstances are individual. So you do what you can, but do not come into running a business thinking it's easy, it's quick, it's fast, it's it's glamorous. It is the total opposite to that. Yeah, and and uh, and then we we get quite a lot on on social media, and because of that, obviously you you, you obviously you work on social media, but then as a consumer, people like uh, uh, see obviously every day like people showing that how successful they are, how happy, how easy, how easy it could be that that builds like some sort of like uh, false expectations, right? So then they think that they could they could be a YouTuber and in two weeks they could be in two in few months they could be making thousands and thousands and be living their dream in Thailand or wherever. And I think it's obviously it's more it's more on a stop comparing yourself with others and try to just focus in on on your own efforts on your own on on your own uh, passion and the things that you really want to do and then and then just on your team on your people and the people like you said before they need you need to surround yourself by people that have you grow the people that are healthy that not healthy not only physically but you know mentally as well yeah great, great. yeah yeah it's great 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 point that i mean uh, i'm gonna go into dive into social media because uh social media i mean it's a big 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 uh, world <laughs> you know a big big world uh, in many different ways i mean from a client point of view from an agency point of view from a consumer user point of view and it continues growing growing and growing and growing so what do you think are the main disadvantages of of of, uh, of the social media uh, these days for for the young the younger generation we we know what what it's like. We we've been uh, using it for a while, and you obviously you you is in your area. But then, what what do you think that as a young people would be like? Oh, social media these days they dealing with lots of lots of situations. Yeah, I think it? one of the big problems is you don't know what the truth is. Historically, um, when I was younger, you only had television, radio, and your newspapers was your form of consumption. So. You weren't consuming as much. Maybe you watched two hours of television a day, if that. You know that was your average consumption. A bit of newspaper in the morning. You'd read the back pages, see what the sport was saying. For example, you know if you're into football, you'd read the back page. If you were news, you'd read the front page. Now, because of um, social media, uh, people's screen times are into the five six hours. You know some people, and you don't know what's true. If you take platforms like TikTok, they're resurfacing videos from a year ago. Um, so that uh, just to keep people entertained and the reason they're doing that is they've got more eyeballs than content so they need to keep people entertained with with instagram for example if i put a reel up today it'll probably be popular for 24 36 hours and it's gone with instagram sorry with tiktok i could put a video last year and because they need more content they could repurpose that so you don't know if it's how relevant and how new or how true it is and you've seen that with covid and people not taking the vaccine because of so much misinformation that's the first problem i see the second problem i see is with social 
Um, so kids that are Gen Z, especially, um, they take everything for face value, and 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 the perceptions that are being painted is the lives they want to live. So that that is a, that that's the downside to it. It's a big downside, actually. I mean, uh, I think it's a big downside because when we, I mean, I'm not saying that we are we are old <laughs> because we aren't. But, but like you said, we we had different. We dealt with different issues in the past. It was more like <laughs> we didn't have like that much, well, much time or much uh, social media impact and and lots of uh, different, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> and it was. And I think. Was, I think it was, just part a, a, it was part in a different way, but we could socialize better. I mean, because you 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 needed to socialize. You needed to be social, but social yeah, in a way that I is active. I I think some of the steps that have been taken, like Twitter, is a real time platform. So, hmm. you know, um, so if you look at when they've introduced, like Instagram's done something cool as well. I'll mention both of them. So if you look at Twitter, where if it's an old article, now if you go to retweet it, it, it mentions that it's an old article. If you, on Instagram, if it's a COVID-19 related post or especially a, a story, they give you a warning underneath that don't yeah. check out your local, in the UK, it's gov.uk forward slash COVID-19 to see what the current rules and regulations are, are around it, which is good. But when you're working, we've, as a, as a social media industry, we've made more progression in 10 years technology-wise what has been made in the previous 40 years. Hence why it's moved so quickly. <coughs> you know, it's actually, people said this decade is, is much more advanced, has made a lot of progress, progress has happened in this decade. Yes, it has compared to not the, compared to the last 40 years. You know, we were having this conversation in the office, so we were, we were talking about cassettes and how mm -hmm. cassettes went to CD and CD then went to mini disc it was supposed to go to. But realistically, CD was killed by uh, Napster and LimeWire because it went to MP3 and MP3 was quickly mm -hmm. killed by streaming. You see how quick that happened. Now nobody buys music. It's streamed, you know, Spotify, YouTube music, Apple music. <laughs> Whereas the, 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 the move from cassette to CD was probably 10 years Maybe longer. I don't know. I'm not that old, but and now, now it's the time. The time <coughs> from, MP, from MP3 to from from CD to MP3 to streaming was literally, in my opinion, less than five six years. Yeah, iTunes iTunes killed off MP3 very quickly. They went straight to streaming because Spotify was so popular in streaming, and then mm -hmm. and then YouTube went. We need to do it so. In came uh, YouTube Music. I think so YouTube is out. Yeah. <coughs> so that element of change is why the younger audiences. The problem with social and generally and tech, I'll call it, is the element of how things are changing so quickly. Yeah, and it's difficult. Like and talking about risk involved and protection, data protection, or people, you know, all these, all these, uh, well, this matter of. For example, you know, when they get the information that they need to get verified and and control all these filters and the way they control and everything, it's difficult to do that because there's so much information out there and it's so hard to to control it. And I think, well, going, for example, they're talking about the case when obviously the Euro Cup, when the players, you know, the England, uh, 
unfortunately we lost the final again Italy and then um, and then the, the players were all like uh, uh, got, well on Twitter and different social media like they they were like they got like lots of uh, lots of bad comments uh, you know racist comments and then they were like it was exploded and, and it was difficult to control that I think they should be doing more of, of that but it's something that There's two sides to this. There's two sides to this. The first problem is the reason they won't do more is is because they won't... If they now say verify each profile, they'll have a drop-off in profiles which affects share price, right? So that's the that affects... You know, they they can't then say we've got half a billion users. We've actually got 250,000, you know, million users. That's the downside why they won't do it. And it's wrong, but that's why. The flip side is... Is is now people say Marcus Rashford got so many racist comments. It was I saw one newspaper say it was the thousands. I know the company which monitors the um, comments for football clubs, and Marcus Rashford I think had out of twenty thousand. I can't remember. It was in the thousands. Out of that, he had only a hundred and eight racial comments. So the proportion is not as big as they're making it out. It's still a problem. It needs to stop. I agree. No, no, of course, of course, of course. It's, it, 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 it's, it's, it, it, now unless a new, a new social media platform, unless TikTok goes, you're right, you have to be verified. The problem that they won't verify is because of the drop-off is what they're fearing. And if the drop-off happens, then they can't shout about it that we've got a billion downloads a 700 million active users and then the share price that's where the problem is in my opinion yeah and that's it's a big bigger the, the, the big picture as well the problem is bigger because it's like it's about you know the the shares and the and the the partners everyone like involved and and it's a big business they, they're not going to be how they can prove uh <laughs> they they gone down half of the users straight i would say then, more i would say three quarters they'll drop off Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's because of the, the money, really. I and mean, then in, <laughs> third world, in third world countries, which don't have a digital driving licenses and verification system, how do you verify them then? Yeah. And that's the problem then. So they, should, they have the money to look at this and invest in this and try to resolve it. They will not resolve it. They will leave it as it is because you've had people, you've had so many issues because of social media and and you know, profiles with a picture of Paul Pogba trying, you know, giving abuse to people, a picture of Boris Johnson. And they would have they would have put something in place by now if they wanted to. Yes. There's lots of um, it's a big investment to to make and lots of resources and time and they are spending that time and resources we they actually well they should be spending also in developing the channels and making it Easier for the user, no more entertaining, and um, for for clients, for comp- companies as well to use it and make the most of it. So talking about the client side of things, agency side, uh, when you deal with lots of different clients, different situations, I believe every client is different, but they all have some uh, challenges, issues in common, or things that they need or they encounter. But there's how you it's actually how you help them. Be nice. Someone comes to your agency, and and you say, okay, you need this and that, and then you might not need this to be in this channel. You might not need to invest in this. So, what are the main challenges you feel like that you 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 think well, you, as from your own experience? 
Uh, brands come to us as a social media agency when they're really stuck on social media. So either they're not generating sales, lack of brand awareness, or they are at a point where they are they've plateaued and they can't think of new ideas. So our the common challenges we come across is we're not generating sales or you know brand awareness. So we have we then at that point have spent a lot of time in trying to understanding the client and why is this happening. Is the product right? Is the brand right? Is the pricing right? Is is, for example, if you take fashion, a lot of businesses, a lot of new fashion brands want to start, but they underestimate the cost of acquiring the customer. They underestimate the cost of building a brand, and they don't have it. And these are the challenges we face daily with clients. And then it's trying to establish a way around it, or if the client is not right for us, we cannot deliver. We'll be honest as well. Yeah, or, or, I mean, uh, it's obviously a difficult question to, <laughs> to reply just in a couple of minutes uh, because, you know, the different projects, different size brands uh, with challenges. And uh, well, from my own experience, I can tell what it's uh, for the wise listener. That, uh, for that, for me, I, well, I have support sometimes with, with the people that help in publish content, create content. But if you don't have a plan or strategy or you don't, spend some time kind of like analyzing what you need all of that it just doesn't work because social media is not a place where you just go one day and publish something then just go another day and then do something different and then you kind of like shooting everywhere and you don't know what you're doing so and you can tell very well people that <laughs> you can tell the audience very well you know uh, this is not how it works you need to follow and it's consistent so what 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 part plays consistency and and the strategy within you know social media? I think strategy and social the strategy is the key, but more important than strategy is patience. <laughs> because there's a perception with digital marketing that you just start and off it goes, and you know you work in SEO and people say, why am I not getting traffic? Why is there nobody coming on my website? And Patience is important. Digital media is quicker than traditional, but it's not a button that you switch on and suddenly everybody's buying. I think that's the most important thing. Then strategy. Once you've got strategy, implementation. And then after implementation is learning and adapting. I'm going to make a, a massive sign with the, with that, with those, with this, the last words. Uh, patience. <laughs> No, because it's true. It is. They do it's, have patience. It's 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 uh, it's. Uh, I mean, it's true, and it, it happens um, uh, almost every every all the time. Because obviously, we want to get to that one place, and we want a shortcut. Shortcuts. There is no shortcut. I mean, if you need to spend x amount of time, hours putting the work, this and that, and investing the money in ads or or improving your optimizing your website or whatever it is, you need to put the time and time. And things don't happen overnight. So, so yeah, that's that's what we sometimes more than uh, marketers we are kind of like uh, I don't know counselors, you know, counselors. Yeah, <laughs> we're just trying to listen and try to okay. You don't. This is takes time. This takes time. Trying to yeah. convince them. It's it's funny, but it's true. It's true. It's true. So yeah, we we almost. I mean. Uh, at the end of the, the, the interview, but I'd like to, for example, uh, ask you uh, 
if you have a, if you if you could mention a few tools, softwares, or any tactic or something on social media that you couldn't live with without. Um, so I think from there's a number of tools that I think are really helpful and that play an important part for what we do. So, for example, the Adobe Suite is very important to what we do. Um, Canva is very important to what we do. Um, from a scheduling point of view, we use a very advanced system called Agora Pulse, which is one of the leading um, scheduling tools out there. Is very also very important for what we do. And then lastly is the platforms themselves. You know, learning from them, seeing what's happening on them, and just seeing from other brands and people what they do as well. Yeah, yeah, and um, I mean, in terms of the tools, uh, uh, when you say obviously Canva, because you need to design, and then, and uh, what, what, what about when it comes to like how much time do you dedicate to be learning and updating yourself? Because this is something that mm. clients or most people that are not working in digital marketing they're not aware of how much time to dedicate to teach yourself to teach your team uh, to learn updates uh, what's going on and in, in instagram what's new what's all of that how much time do you dedicate or you recommend people dedicating our uh, social media team is constantly learning as they're going along me personally i dedicate about three hours a day Speak, speak time, yeah, it's a lot yeah, of time. It is, it is. I, I, and I'm learning not just when I'm saying learning the social media element, other elements as well. Um, in, in regards to our team, like we've just done a mood board this morning for a campaign and we spent about two, three hours on that. That was all learning. So we do a lot of learning in-house in because the, the, the industry and trends change so quickly. Yeah, but it's, it's similar uh, with SEO and any other area. To be fair, these things are changing and, and evolving. Uh, Google is uh, running, uh, running out updates and changing things, and, and same social media channels and platforms are constantly changing and evolving. And, uh, and I, 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 I agree with you. And it's, it's learning, learning, learning it, and, and, and implementing. But while while you're doing something with your team or while you're implementing. You're learning you can implement at the same time you try things try things around because one of my last questions is about because we i work quite a lot with healthcare businesses and then we uh well run a group helping uh, healthcare businesses as well and some some trainings and stuff and there's this there's, there's a there's so much uh, you know uh like uh i think it's more like um there's so many uh misconceptions about social media and also some blocking issues when it comes to like selling content and things that that the the, 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 way the healthcare sector lives with it and uh, the clients uh you know find find themselves and i know you work with with the uh you have you have some experience in the past with different different uh, different clients so what would you be from your own experience within the healthcare sector and social media, what would you be? You think would be a, a good advice? Because I know from experience that they sometimes don't want to share this video, don't want to share this, or making this story, this and that. 
I mean, they, they need to put out themselves out there, but there are also some some moments or situations when it's hard to communicate. I think with healthcare, um, any form of healthcare brand, I think it needs to focus in on education, educating people about the business, the brand, the benefits. What a lot of healthcare businesses do is they just go to try selling, number one. Number two is a lot of the content they produce, whether that's imagery video, is very boring. Very, very boring, very out of touch with what's happening on the platforms themselves. You know, it, if, you, if I'm on any of the leading platforms, I am on there to be entertained or educated. That's it. You know, I'm not on there to look at a two-minute video on how this care home can help my mother. I'm not interested <laughs> in that. I want to be educated and I want to be or entertained within... You've got three seconds to get my attention and then I want it wrapped up in 15, 20 seconds and I'm done. That's what yeah. you work That's the framework. And a lot of them just do not get it because they don't consume it, they don't understand it, and they want the platforms to adapt to how they work, when in reality, they have to adapt to how the platforms work. Yeah, and uh, I understand them in some ways, because uh, when you, I mean, in some ways, it's like, obviously, you need to adapt. But then they are like, I need a, I need someone to, to advise me on that. They need to let, they need to uh, open themselves to an agency or consultant, someone that can explain them, or you need to create this, this entertaining video, this Otherwise, nobody in this uh, world is going to watch it, uh, interact it, or engage with it, or you're not going to get any traction at all. And it's difficult, obviously, with TikTok or all that. But maybe they, might, they, don't, they don't need to be on TikTok, but they need to be on Instagram or Facebook. They need to create something that is impactful. But I think that's a big challenge. And, and we could talk about this for hours and hours and hours. But I think if, uh, if any healthcare or any business owner listening to it, listening to us, or you know, watching, I think it's, it's about just getting the right advice, but then also trying things that are outside of what everyone else is doing. And it's difficult. So in order to do that, you need to invest. And, and you know very well, Bilal, you need to invest. It's not something that, oh, I'm going to get my cousin or someone that I know that is a, 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 a friend of a friend that does it for 50 pounds. No, <laughs> run away. Don't do that shit. And I'm doing this because it's, it's, it's happening. Uh, uh, this is still happening these days. If you want to get yeah, your, your business. If, 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 if a client says, oh, I've got a, a friend who can do it for X amount, like you said, 50, then that tells you that they are out of, completely out of touch with how this, how this works. Because after that one piece of content, what are you going to do then tomorrow? What are you going to do on Thursday? What are you doing on Monday? And this is... There you go. So then then Nothing. they don't understand it. They don't understand Crying. it. And they're they're going to cry. They're just going to yeah, cry they're... and cry and wait. Because my point <laughs> is that they think like you used to put a video out and it would last you on television for weeks or months or you put it on the website and people would see it. No one, nobody cares now. People forget within a couple of hours. <laughs> the, totally, it's 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 it's, uh, it's so true. It's so true. So true. But what can we do? We, 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 if you if you really want to do something in life and best grow and take risks and go for the things that you really you really want. Um, yeah, just to finalize to to uh, 
it's been a, an absolutely pleasure to have you and uh, and uh yeah honestly i know you you're really really busy and then you uh obviously you're managing teams you're doing lots of, lots of stuff yourself uh work and and i uh, appreciate that and uh i just wanted that last words uh, say something that you know that you want to say to, to the audience and then how they can they could find you Firstly, thank you for listening. If you want to find me, just search me on any of the platforms, Bill Lipstick, and I will come up. Um, in regards to social, I'll just say patience is key. Very well, yeah. I, I'll, I'll take that. Patience and, and, and lots of uh, con, uh, work and effort. And put lots of love as well. Lots of love that we need to put the things that we do. I know Bill does it with the team and they put love and fun, fun as well. And uh, yeah, thanks everyone for for listening. Uh, those with the, the listening and and the ones that are watching uh, on YouTube, uh, thanks for watching. Uh, this has been another session, and uh, we had Bilal today, and uh, we will continue uh, running other sessions as well. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you. And if you love it and like it, leave a comment and uh, ask any questions. Share with your people. Share the love and spread it with someone with someone that might be interested. So take care, everyone. Thanks, Bilal. Take care, mate. Thank Let's you. Speak soon. I appreciate it. Take care. Thank bye you. bye. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Thrive with Marketing Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and share with anyone who can learn and benefit from it. See you next time.